If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I need some dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? A new survey has found that people want to see fewer trailers when they go to the movies. Ding, no. ding. No kidding. No, I'm, I'm not one of them. Really? I disagree. Okay. It's my favorite part because sometimes if the movie's crap, cool. it's the only good thing about it. I just wanted to get what? to it. 59% say the ideal number is one to three trailers. Yes. I love that. Oh, yeah, uh, once. No, 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 no. What do you want to see? 12? No, I don't want to see 12. There's a happy medium in there somewhere. Well, Maybe three. I'll do three. Another 21% would prefer four to six. Jason, are I you could in do that four. Okay. I could do four. I don't want six. Oh. I wish I could skip through to new ones I haven't seen, though. I'm like, I've already seen this Jojo Rabbit like 50 times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Movie Pass is shut down indefinitely. They're the company that announced a plan two years ago where the <gasps> users could see unlimited movies for $10 a month. I was a member because that only lasted for about seven months. They kept trying to uh, try things new to keep it alive. They failed. Mm. I did keep my little actual card because I wrote my login and my uh, my password on the back so that if they tried to get desperate and charge me again, I was afraid of that because they made it very difficult for you to cancel. It was a long, weird mm. process that I had to look up online how to do. So yeah. weird. But so now they're completely gone. They're gone. They're done. Yeah. Yeah, they've shut down indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoe Deschanel is dating Jonathan Scott. He's one of the property brothers, the twins. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Um, she just announced her split from her husband a few weeks ago. Um, he's spoken out about that and said, we've been separated for a long time. Just wanted her to be happy. Uh, we're good at running a business together, but not so great at being partners in that way. So have a, yeah, he, he's good with it. Um, <laughs> Uh, now, Jonathan admitted he was seeing someone, but he wouldn't talk about it, saying, quote, I'm a very private person. Okay. So they are. Oh. He wants to keep that secret. Oh. Yeah, because that's, the, uh, wow. He's well, the one without the beard. Yeah. For the longest time, I thought one of them was gay. I'm just being blunt. Oh, yeah. The one but that was already I, married, yeah, to a woman. Yeah, one of them I thought was, but now they're not. So there we go. <laughs> now, the, now they kind of irritate me, so it's yeah. fine. This is, the, this is Jonathan's the builder, you know, the one always in plaid. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. All yep. right. Mm-hmm. Fun, guys. Okay, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app at mytalk1071.com. Greatest update ever. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. updated, updated. And now... Hey, it's Lisa, announcer of the week and president of College Admissions Training. Hello, Madam President. 
president. Shout out to all my high school students working on those college essays and applications right now. Keep going. It will soon be over. Onwards and upwards. And now, back to Jason and Alexis on My Talk 1071. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. And we are streaming around the world on our website and on our My Talk app. And if you don't have the app, go get it. It's very easy to get. It's free. We don't charge you for this crap, believe me. So, all the cool people are doing it. All the cool people are doing Win it. Win surprises. Take yep. us anywhere. We're a cheap date. Very cheap. Very, very cheap. <laughs> Oh my god. Sorry. You're owl like, hunting now? When did that I, happen? I like to owl hunt before the show starts. I apologize. Oh my gosh. Wow. I apologize. No. Oh, you it's missed goose. again. Uh, I think yesterday was the last day of goose hunting anyway, so I'm, I just committed an illegal act. Moving so. to the owl. Who's Moving protected up. all the yeah. time. Yeah, owls are never yeah. on that hunting list. Just pull Oh my god! I'm just hunting ever. I'm just going around now, just (laughs) looking for any animal. Get rid of those mosquitoes. Can you do that? Maybe Uh, I can try. Um, Do do you have any? Is are the mosquitoes still out? Oh yeah. Well, that humidity is bringing them back. You know. Oh yeah, because it is. It is getting a little. Uh It's still today. It's gonna be like 82. 82. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Oh, there we go! Oh, get them all! Get them all! I got them. 8.06 8.06 is the time. Uh, thanks for being here. Welcome to the show. How's everybody doing? Lex, how you doing? <laughs> Great. <laughs> good. Don, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. I Yeah, a little tired, but other than that, I'm I'm good. Well, welcome back, Don. Yes. Before I get to unhappy homo, we have some a house. We have some house cleaning to do oh. for our for our eight o'clock friends. Yes. Uh, we have a couple pieces of business with you, Don, mm. uh, that we do. Uh, we did at the top of the six, and now uh, we don't want you guys uh, to miss it. So we have some stuff for the top of the eight, and here it is. Uh, we have a brand new segment called Forced Movie Reviews, where uh, the three of us assign each other movies to watch in a genre we can't stand. A Alexis hates horror movies. Uh, Dawn loves them. So Dawn assigns Alexis a movie to watch. I hate action movies. So Alexis loves them. She will assign me an action movie to watch. Uh, uh, not bi-weekly, tri-weekly. And then Dawn can't stand rom-coms. I absolutely love them. Uh it is now Dawn's turn. This is her first forced movie review. I announced this on Friday. Uh, Dawn was not here, so allow me to <laughs> unveil the movie Dawn will be watching. Yes. This coming Friday at 8.30, Dawn will be forced to review the 1999 rom-com classic coming in at two hours and seven minutes. <laughs> Notting Hill. Oh, no. Yes. What is it? What is it? Oh, God. Julia Roberts. This, this fresh Grant. hell. Yeah, this fresh hell for oh. Dawn uh, stars the great Julia Roberts and Hugh Grant. Uh, clocks in at over two hours long. It uh, has great memorable, memorable lines like, I'm just a girl standing in front of a guy oh. asking him to love her. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Uh, if you have to ask, don't. Uh. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, so, Don, have fun this. with that. Uh, Notting Hill is available on various oh. streaming services. Oh, yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Uh. Have fun, Don. Have fun. All right. 
Uh, now, also, Dawn, you missed the unveiling of Project uh, Down and Dirty on Thursday. We announced that it was going to be Project Down and Dirty Masterpiece. We're going to be making nude bronze uh, statues <laughs> of uh, Steve Patterson. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So how do you, f- all kidding aside, how do you feel about this? Dawn? I feel great about it. It's going to be an awesome time. We're going to get to do some great art. I was, I actually tuned in because I couldn't sleep. I was at a, yeah. in a terrible hotel bed. I'll mm. tell that story tomorrow. But, um, you know, I, I was like, okay, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm awake. So I tuned into the second half. I was excited to mostly do the bronze part. We're going to be wearing like hazmat suits or oh, whatever. Yeah. And, and p- pouring a hot liquid bronze into a mold that who we gets, make. We create the mold. Oh my gosh. Who gets to do that? And screen Nobody. printing. Exactly. I, I, I don't know that process or how it works. Um, so, oh, this is just going to be great. And then people are going to get a chance to. Uh, buy our art and also attend uh, a gala that we're going to be doing. So I think it's a great creative idea. My daughter's an artist. Um, you know, when we looked at schools for her to go to, we couldn't afford them. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, she she went to Missouri State. And and but that's, you know, I know how expensive it is to go to art school because yeah. it's just like, oh, my gosh, if you if you don't have the money to do it, you know, it's it's heartbreaking because you want your kid to go into a field that they love. You don't right. want yeah. them working at a job that they hate for the rest of their life. So you try to support their dreams. And a lot of people can't afford it. I think the director who was on with you said 98 yeah, percent of their yeah, tuition that you is bring that up. of yeah. assistance. So, boy, yep. I really can relate to that. Um, and my daughter still is an artist. She's a tattoo artist now um, and also went into culinary arts. So, oh, gosh, it's just going to be a fantastic time, yeah. a creative idea. Well, because we're working with MCAD, so yeah. you're right. We're going to help with that scholarship. I yeah. didn't realize that that many kids were on it, were yes. on some sort of a form of assistance to, yeah, follow their dream of, being, be of great. becoming an artist. So. Yes. We're very excited to help the arts mm-hmm. out. So coming up at the end of October and yes. when we get taken information, we will we will let you know. Mm-hmm. It is 8-11. Oh, what in gay hell? Uh-oh. He seems pretty upset about something. It's unhappy homo. What is he so upset about? Let's ask him. Jace? You all will be with me on this one. I am unhappy with Mickey Mouse. What? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I'm Why not sure? happy. I'm not happy. You all know that my heart holds many things very, very near and dear. My family, my friends, J.R. Ewing, a vodka soda with a lime. Mm, yes. A oh, lobster roll. A little splash of crayon, right? No? Do you still do that? Carbohydrates. Um, and Walt Disney World. So it pains me to complain about my mothership. Uh, my, my, the mothership. Alexis has her mothership. We're still looking for that. My mothership is, uh, the Walt Disney Company, but they're really pissing me off. We told you last week about the news that, uh, Josh Gad, a wonderful uh, actor, singer, was in the Book of Mormon. Uh, he's in, he's a voice talent for Frozen. You guys know Josh. I love him. He, along with some creative partners and the husband and wife team who did the music for Frozen, were working on a new Muppets limited series for Disney+. And the Muppets, uh, this was going to take place right after 
uh, Muppets Take Manhattan, and they were going to set it in the 80s, which arguably was one of the golden ages of the Muppets. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. That's when the Muppets live. Yeah. And uh, so it was going to be fantastic. I mean, let me repeat this. It was the husband and wife team who did the music for Frozen. Do we need anything more? No. Uh, But a new boss comes in. Uh, that's running the Muppets. A new Muppet boss comes in and starts uh, messing with with the mess, messing with the process. Comes in and, and starts messing with the creatives. Uh, my 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 feeling is this new boss probably comes from finance. <laughs> and Uh-oh. no offense to my friends in finance, but again, this thing where everyone should have an opinion, I don't buy. I I I I, I think it's crap. I don't think non-creatives should tell creatives how to do their stuff. Stay in your lane is my feeling. But anyway, um, so Josh literally left the project and said it was creative differences, which is such a cliche. But he said, this is actually (laughs) we are leaving the project because finance people and human relations and people in the maintenance department are telling them how to do their stuff. So he left. So then comes word over the weekend that Walt Disney World, because of budget cuts in entertainment, they're cutting the Muppet shows at the Magic Kingdom. Mm. Now, I know all of you thinking, riding in your car right now on 35W and 494, you don't give a rat's rear, and you're like, Jason, why is this a big deal? This is, these two are ingredients of a much longer much bigger problem, and that is severe mismanagement of the Muppets brand by the Walt Disney Company. Mm. I'm sick of it. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to preserve its legacy. They don't know how to push it forward. So my feeling is sell it, Mickey Mouse, because you've made Mickey Mouse moves with this with, with this legacy brand for years. Remember that? Uh, now, I tried watching it, and I liked a little bit of it. Remember that Muppet show recently on ABC? Yeah. That turned into a turd. Yeah, that it was. wasn't good. The, the last few Muppet movies have been horrible. They don't know they don't know what to do with this brand, which is upsetting because Disney and look, some whiny man babies can disagree with me, but Disney knows how to handle some brands when they get the right people in there. Look at Kevin Feig over at Marvel, which mm-hmm. they own. That is a fine oiled machine. You know why? Because they have a guy in place that knows what he's doing. And 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 uh, 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 Iger, Bob Iger is smart enough to. Let the people that he's put in there do their job. Yeah. And and, and that's why Marvel runs the way that it does. You Who's don't in charge have... of Muppets right now? I don't know. I, 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 I know you're saying the finance guy, but creatively, there has to be a different team. Yeah, Marty Moron is over there. <laughs> I don't know. It's a new person. Do you think... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That people care? I, look, I'm a big fan of the Muppets too, but you know, I like a lot of things that a lot of people don't. So I don't know if I'm necessarily the, you know, the barometer. But do you think that Muppets have just had its time or, or maybe just we're going back and watching the original? It is their job to make us care. It oh. is their job. It is their job to revitalize this mm. brand. Nobody cared about Iron Man. He was a second tier, third tier superhero with the mass uh, audience until uh, the creative team came in and cast Robert Downey Jr. Genius. Written, uh, got John Favreau to direct and created a fantastic movie, which started a brand it is their job to reintroduce supply and demand going it's their job you're right nobody cares you know why because it's been mismanaged for decades yeah that's true that's so you're right so disney if you can't figure out what to do with the muppets sell it sell it back to the family of jim henson if they want it sell it to creatives that know how to make people care again you know why because this is a great brand kids this is a brand that could be so big but it's it's just being pushed aside by the folks at disney and i don't get it again they're, they're a putting, little bit distracted maybe you know with the shiny objects of yeah superheroes and well, then, mickey and star well, then, wars Fine, then get someone in there no, yeah, that knows. Get somebody in there that's a creative. Again, don't don't install someone who is the VP of finance or the. And I feel like I'm picking on finance, but don't get someone yeah, from like the sales <laughs> the sales department. You know what I mean? Don't ask Lulu in sales. What do you think should be the plot direction of the Muppets? No, <laughs> Lulu should concentrate on sales. Lulu is not a creative. You don't have non-creative people telling creative people how to do stuff. That's one of the reasons I love my talk. You know why? Emperor Seaman basically stays out of stuff. You know why? Because he put B. Arthur in place to run this radio station. I hate that woman. But, you know, but, she, she is but, a creative, and she's done the she, job before. So. But she, they, they yeah. trust her to do the job. And we get very us too. Yes. That's one of the best things about my talk. Yep. Let creative people be creative. Yeah, and, and if you don't trust their judgment, the Muppets, fire them. Yeah, right. The people who want to get into the Muppets, hopefully they're out and proud and vocal about it. Because sometimes, you know, if they're not out there, then they also think that maybe no creatives are interested in this. Yeah, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Time to call Dawn right now for Dreamweaver Dawn. Do you have a dream? Call Dawn right now. Please be succinct uh, and just as tight as possible with your explanation. Uh, we're going to do it after the dirt alert, which is next. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Elizabeth Reese is next. This is a my talk dirt alert. Okay, now the show's going to get good because Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert is right now. Oh, good yeah. morning, Elizabeth. Good. Well, I don't know if it'll morning. get good. I'll just distract a little bit from whatever no, is going it's good. on. That's, that's it. Good morning, you guys. Happy Monday. Okay, this is a big story about Liam Hemsworth that's all over the place today. And the story is that Liam Hemsworth learned about his split from Miley Cyrus on social media. Oh, no. What? 
So um, this is what sources are telling page six and they're running with this and then everybody else is picking up the story. So there was a statement that went out on August 10th that said this. You guys remember Liam and Miley have agreed to separate at this time, ever evolving, changing as partners and individuals. They've decided this is what's best. That apparently was news to Liam Hemsworth. Um, Sources close to him say he was blindsided by the statement. He was in Australia. Now, things had been tough. The relationship wasn't going great. Um, but hours after Miley's statement, images of her kissing her new girlfriend, Caitlin Carter, surfaced. Mm-hmm. So Liam didn't publicly address the split until days later. And that's when he said, just a quick note to say, Miley and I have recently separated. So things have been going south for months and that they had been separated. But a source close to um, Liam Hemsworth is saying he had no idea that the finality of uh, the public announcement was going to come from Miley that day. That's crappy. That's kind of tough, right? I don't like that. I, I like her, uh, so, but I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, that does that boil me down to her just wanting to have the first word or? Or maybe the first fling? I mean, I don't maybe. know. Maybe. It's a oh. very interesting, you know, they were only married for seven months, you guys. Like, yeah, it but wasn't, they were on and off for 10 years. For a long time, yeah. But how strange that all of a sudden you get married and, that, and then in, within weeks, you're like, I can't do this. Right. Yeah. That's always really mysterious to me, especially with people who have been together for a long time. Right. You yes. kind of get it if people rush into it or they kind of feel like, oh, this is the next thing I was supposed to do. I don't know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Christy Brinkley is out on Dancing with the Stars and her daughter is going to take her place because Christy Brinkley broke her arm during rehearsals. Oh, my God. Crazy. It is crazy. Oh. Her daughter's name is Sailor. And so um, ABC just announced today that Sailor will be taking her place. And, you know, the show premieres tonight. So she didn't even get to perform Christy Brinkley at all. And um, Christy said in a statement kind of joking about the injury saying showbiz is all about getting a break. And Sailor and I both got one on Dancing with the Stars this season. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dead joke right there. Good job, Christy. And then she said it hurts to laugh. So oh. that was the, it went even further. So she, um, yeah, now is going to be hanging out and hopefully watching from the audience, having Christy there. Sailor is 21. She is the daughter of Christy Brinkley and her ex-husband, Peter Cook. And so she's already started rehearsals and she's even wearing her mom's performance outfit, which ABC News reported oh. did not need to be altered at all. Wow. Shut the door. Oh, really? Yes. Her mom's we should mini-me. all be proud because isn't being wow. super fit and thin the thing we should be most proud of about ourselves? <laughs> Well, I was going to say, where are you going with this, E? <laughs> most, most proud. I mean, I think it's a great thing. I just yeah. always feel like it's funny when it's that's Well, of course, then you must have everything together in your life and wonderful if you're fit and thin. Well, <laughs> right. and let's, uh, uh, whatever, Christy Brinkley. I like you. I'm sorry about your injury. I know. I like uh, Cheers too. to Soleil Moon Fry for uh, filling in. But, it's Sailor, um, but that's good, too. Sure. Um, Sailor Moon Fry. Um <laughs> Let's just keep the eye on the ball. We need to root for Alan Burstyn. I don't care who he's with. That's our boy. That's okay. our local guy. Yes. I don't care if he is with Danny DeVito. We are we are rooting oh, for Alan because be I love something. Alan. Yes. I don't know who he's partnered with. I don't know either, but it sure. doesn't matter, Elizabeth, it right? Matter. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't we're matter rooting for Alan. I yes. feel really good about that. I mm-hmm. think we're also rooting for Felicity Huffman. Felicity Huffman, in case you missed it on Are Friday we? afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I, don't, mm. I know. I am. She, I think like... You know, she's sentenced. She got sentenced to 14 days in prison. I mean, that's a pretty good prison sentence. 14 days seems reasonable. Um, she has to pay a $30,000 fine, serve a year of supervised release, and complete 250 hours of community service. She was the first person to be sentenced in this big college admission scandal. 
And in a statement, she just went on and said, I broke the law. I've admitted that. I pleaded guilty to this crime. There are no excuses or justifications for my action, period. And she said, I accept the court's decision without reservation. I've always been prepared to accept whatever punishment Judge Talwani imposed. I do like her statement. Yeah, I love right that it was a, yes. I like I, it too. I Elizabeth, I disagree with you a little bit. I think it should have been a little higher. Okay. Just a little bit because the perception is bad when you hear 14 days. That sounds to me, I think people uh, say, "Oh, that's what that's what privilege gets you." That's just my opinion. And that might not be fair, but yeah. I, yeah. We're all in t- it's a tricky thing. Sentencing. It is very tricky. Oh, yeah. really it is tricky. All right, thanks you guys. I'll see you Thanksy. tomorrow. Uh, what's not tricky is watching Elizabeth Reese today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. Hey, Dreamweaver Dawn is next. What will your dream hold? She'll tell you when we return. Welcome back to the show. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything buy one Alexis, get the third for free. That's right. I'm Jace. Mm-hmm. With Lex and the Dream Svengali herself, Dawn McLean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for attending. Thank you for uh, hanging with us on your drive. Hope it's going well for you. Hope it's not too arduous, too stressful on the 394, mm. 494, Crosstown, wherever you are right now. Yep. I think I got You're all those. Yeah. You think you got okay. them all? I got them all. I got all the roads. <laughs> sure. All the best roads, as the president would say. We got the best roads. Okay, here we go. It's time for the dream week. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? She can weave it. <laughs> yes. That's right. And at this point, okay. save it for next week because we got a full deck here. <laughs> Who do we have first, Lex? All right, Carol's up first. Good morning, Carol. What is your dream? Good morning, Carol. Good morning. Um, my dream, well, first of all, in one of the Indiana Jones movies, there's a scene where Harrison Ford is running away from a very large rock. Mm-hmm. And in oh, my yeah. dream, I am being chased by this very large cheese ball. <laughs> and I run down my driveway and into the garage, and this cheese ball follows me and smashes into the garage, and the garage explodes, and I am sitting on the floor eating cheese. Okay. And I wake up. Okay. All right. And it happened. This is a <laughs> Friday night dream, so it was recent. Great. That means you need to reflect on what happened on Thursday. Um, so food is knowledge, and there's something that you feel like is uh, a big issue that you've just learned about that you feel like is a little bit overwhelming for you. It's sort of taking over your life, uh, and it is. you feel like you're a victim of this knowledge, and it seems to be pursuing you like Indiana Jones. Like you said, you're making it bigger than what it is. Okay, and then you came to a realization that it's not as big of a deal as what you made it out to be. Um, and then you're in your house, uh, or, or a house, you said. Whose house is it? 
It was my house. It's your it was actually the garage. The garage, right. Okay. But in your house, correct? Yeah. Okay, so garage is where you house your car. Your car is your body. So this big piece of information or this knowledge has something to do with um, your physical body. Uh, so that is what you are reflecting on. And then you just eat cheese. So you're taking in that knowledge and you're accepting it. Now, this sounds like something that, uh, you know, sometimes we really over-dramatize what's happening in our daily lives. So if you can't think of anything that's that significant or big, look at just review the entire day. There could have been something that you learned that was like a big deal, and then you realized it wasn't a big deal. Um, uh, yeah, it makes total sense. Oh, good. Okay, Carol. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. I can't decide whether hope? being chased by a cheese ball is a nightmare or a, it's fantastic an awesome dream. I, I'm not sure. It's fantastic. Wow. Okay. Up next, we have Diane. Good morning, Diane. What's your dream? Hi. Um, okay, in my dream, the town is being evacuated because of fire. Before I leave my house, I go to retrieve my dad's wedding ring and my mom, a ring of mom's, which they're both deceased. I could not find them. Before I leave town, I have to stop out of the prison, and I want to have a prisoner escape, I mean, help a prisoner escape and go with me. I don't know who that person is. An officer tells me to ask another officer because they're going to get fired anyway. And that's my dream. Okay. Mm. Well, f- uh, fire is purification. Uh, in in this dream, uh, you're dreaming. You're also dreaming about saving your dad, your mom and dad's wedding rings. Right. Um, so that's a commitment that they made to each other. Marriage is a commitment, uh, and within the dreamer, uh, a man and a woman coming together is a commitment to self and what the self needs to learn in this in in your earth suit as you're here on this planet so it sounds really deep but basically um you're acknowledging that your subconscious mind and your conscious mind need to come together to create new things which is you because your mom and dad created you so you're starting over for some reason and this has to do with this prisoner is an undisciplined part of yourself that you're trying to set free so i think that um you're trying to say, okay, if I want to get to the root of what I need to do to be here and my, my purpose here, I need to let go of all those times that I punish myself for being undisciplined. I'm basically telling you, you need to loosen up, Diane. <laughs> okay? You get, a little, you get caught up in um, being so restricted when it comes to um, how to create things. Sometimes the process just needs to come organically. Okay. Got it. Right, so you're starting over Thank from you. scratch, all right? Mm. <laughs> all right. Bye, Diane. Okay. Lex, who Ooh, we have Prisoner's next? purpose. Okay. <laughs> Christina's next. Good morning, Christina. What's your dream? My dream is actually not mine. It's my son's. And my son, who is um, almost 10, keeps having the same dream where a large marble is swirling around inside of his head in an uncomfortable way, like pressing on the inside of his head, and then it finally goes down into his stomach, but he can't get it out. Okay. Um, So it's a little bit harder to interpret other people's dreams, especially a kid, because, you know, they're going through a lot of changes and stuff like that. I'll do my best, though. Um, So if he's having this dream repeatedly, it's a reoccurring dream. This is about the process of his mind, his intellect, and um, his way of thinking. Um, I he's probably a pretty smart kid and he feels overwhelmed by the ability to um, organize his thoughts and process his thoughts Um, so much so that um, it can 
sometimes indicate that he has a hard time processing knowledge because food is knowledge. So this this marble, which he realizes that learning should be fun, but sometimes that game can become overwhelming to him and he really takes it internally. So it's moving down his body into his stomach where he would process knowledge and he has a hard time with that. So... Well, that's exactly what's going on. So. He's starting school. Oh. He's probably feeling overwhelmed. He might have ADHD. I'm just throw. I don't want to label or anything yeah, like that. He but. does have a little bit of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is what he feels overwhelmed by. That. So just the fact that you acknowledge what's going on, he'll he'll make it through this, and that's what he's dreaming about. Fantastic. Thank you, okay, Thank you Christina. Right. Alexis. Yes. Who do we have next? Tatiana's next. Good morning, Tatiana. Tell John your dream. All right, so morning, guys. Morning. I've been having a recurring dream, like, for the last month. And I listened to your dream thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to call, I'm going to call. But uh, it's about me. I end up, I was not born in the United States, so I end up in the country, like, a different, like, at my house or seeing people, seeing family. Uh, and then I wake up, you know, like a cold sweat because it's not real. And I was like, oh, that was just a dream. I thought I was really back there, but I'm not. Okay. And I'm just going. Okay, so this has to do with, uh, so you're, you're going back to the country of, of your origin. This has to do with a longstanding attitude that you have. Okay, so um, it's, okay. A, it's a town you're familiar with, so it's a familiar attitude. You have to think about what you think about the Ukraine, and that is personal to you. So, mm-hmm. And then you have to see how that pattern is, you know, you, it keeps coming back to you. So you have to look at um, the pro- uh, how you feel about that place where you lived and how that is coming into your life now. So it's all about your attitude about the country and living there. Maybe you're nostalgic. Maybe you didn't like it. That is a, you just need to reflect on that and how that's working into this life now. Right. Okay. Mm. Thank you, Tatiana. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you, guys. We have one more. Yes, we do. Round this baby up. Jennifer's on the line. Good morning, Jennifer. What's your dream? Good morning. Uh, my dream is that I'm in my parents, the house I grew up in, in mm-hmm. the basement bathroom. And I am sitting over the tub and I start having, this is gross, diarrhea. And I panic and I say, oh, my God, no, no, you know, I'm not supposed to be in here. And so then I start trying to make my way over to the toilet. And um, there's some a little bit of poo and then there's pee on the floor and I make it over to the toilet. But I'm still trying to clean up somehow Mm -hmm. what's left on the floor. Okay, so there there are a couple of major symbols here. The basement, those are lower level thoughts. So your mind is your, uh, the top level of of a house would be like what's closest to God. If you're dreaming about the attic, that's closest to your subconscious mind. Then you get to your, your, uh, well, I'm sorry, your super conscious mind. Then you get to your subconscious mind. Then we're going down, down, down. So you're having low level thoughts. It has to do with purifying and cleansing your thoughts. So that's what the bathroom indicates. Whenever you get your thoughts out that are negative or nasty, which would be low-level thoughts, sometimes we release those and we say things out loud that we felt like we should have kept inside. Mm. And that's what happened. You probably said something that you might have regretted or you let Mm. go of something. And that's when we dream about going to the bathroom all over the place. Oh. And not being able to control it. 
Fast. Can I just cry now? <laughs> oh, oh, is that spot on? Okay, spot, Jennifer. You know what? On. It happens to everybody. I have that, uh, and I dream about doing it in an airport a lot, where I'm going to the bathroom in front of a whole a bunch of people. So, Fascinating. Yeah, now that's that's it. You know what? It's okay to have negative thoughts, and getting them out in a constructive way is fine too. You're just trying to find out how to balance that in your life. Jennifer, Lex, Dawn, and I would be going to the bathroom all over the place if we didn't have a radio show to share our thoughts. Yeah, (laughs) that has been Dreamweaver Dawn. Everybody, if you if you had a dream and you didn't get through, don't worry. We do it every Monday at eight thirty. It is eight forty four, dear dear friends. My talk is a proud partner of Twin Cities in Motion and the Medtronic Twin Cities Marathon Weekend. Five k, ten k, ten mile, everything for everybody. The twenty seventh mile. Our good friends at Dermatology Consultants will be there. Visit T. CMEvents.org for more. One more note. Don't forget the new episode of Two Fairy Godfathers has just dropped. This one, I think, is going to be a, a, a favorite of, of uh, folks that listen. It is nothing but earfuls. Uh, these are the things. Uh, Colin and I are going to do a two-part series. These are the things that if you do it, everybody at Walt Disney World will hate you. These are the behaviors. These are the things you shouldn't do if are you're going to visit Walt Disney are World. Are these basic life skills you're going to go over? Uh, like, <laughs> don't turn your freaking phone on in a dark ride. Oh, yeah. We will, we will tell you what an armada is and why it drives us crazy. This is just all of the things that drive us nuts at Walt Disney World. Uh, and that episode is up right now. Find us on Apple Podcast, uh, Podcast One, and Spotify. 845, we'll be back to wrap up this circus right after this oh, welcome back everybody jason and alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 everything entertainment everything let's land the plane safely i'm jace with lex and don mcclain yeah let's have, land uh, this baby yeah i uh i had an unhappy homo moment earlier talking about disney and needing to sell off Needing to sell off the Muppets because they don't know. They have no idea what to do with it. They really don't. Yep. They just don't. Um, I have one more thing. I have one more little uh, unhappy uh, homo. Or I just have a just saying, actually. <laughs> okay. I think it's more. Lex, it may just be a healthy combination of a just saying and an unhappy homo. Oh, okay. But uh, let's do just saying. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Time for just saying. You got something you want to say? I think the Weather Channel um, is literally uh, being run by monkeys, and I think um, I think, and I and I mean this literally. I do. I mean literally. I think, I think the Weather Channel, their offices now, are just a bunch of uh, chimpanzees. What? What do you mean? Or a bunch of um, or what other animal has opposable thumbs? So, I think oh. it's just a room full of monkeys. And like Lewis Black said, they the, the monkeys have a dartboard in their room <laughs> with different weather symbols. Yeah. And then the monkey the monkey throws the dart on the weather symbol, and then that's the forecast. I really do. Because the weather channel was so wrong this weekend, uh in so many ways, but yesterday it was wrong Friday for us. Mm-hmm. It was wrong Saturday for us. And then yesterday was the most comical. And I almost took a picture of this. I'll keep this brief. My car, the little monitor, the little video screen in my car has the forecast on it. I am driving down the road. And the forecast for the city I was in, which was Princeton, said 83 and had a bright sunshine. 
It was cloudy, foggy, <laughs> rainy, and 64 oh, degrees. Oh Humid. They weren't even close. Oh, oh no. They weren't even close. You think that's just part of being a Minnesotan? We just don't know. It could change every quarter hour. Monkeys. <laughs> Monkeys. <sighs> Lewis Black was right 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. It is There's a room of monkeys with darts. And they just throw the dart on the board, and if it's a storm symbol, that's the forecast. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Steve Patterson just joined us. Whoa, what's okay. going on? Guys? Hey, Steve. Hey. Nothing to worry about. It. Hey, hey Steve. Weather Channel. <laughs> Steve, oh, yeah. I'm gonna Hi. I'm gonna not play your song because I want okay. an ample time with you. Oh, great. Um, uh, you seemed a little shocked because uh, Dawn wasn't here on Friday. You seemed a little um, scared when I told you of B. Arthur's uh, secret plan, which we mm-hmm. didn't unveil until Friday, that we were going to be doing nude yep. bronze sculptures of you. Mm. Yeah, that's super. I mean, you, so you yep. take your shirt off all the time, any chance I you can get. I was going to say, thank you, thank so, you. Hey, what's wrong? <laughs> We can position a well, leg. A couple to where things. It's, you let, know. let me give you an update on my body right now. Um, <laughs> uh oh. I have oh, taken Donna my Valentine's shirt off. here too now. Let her feel yes. Oh, great. Yep. Just in time. Just in time, Donna. You made it. <laughs> I've taken my shirt off a few times before on uh, Twin Cities Live. Sure. Um, I my theory about being in shape is just be in shirt shape. You know, mm-hmm. if you look like you're in shape when you're wearing a shirt, that's pretty good. Okay. I am not. I am I am wearing specifically loose shirts right now. My stomach is legitimately fatter than it's been in three to five years. Uh-huh. I'm losing myself. Uh, I, maybe oh it's sympathy oh, weight. I don't know. It. I saw your tight pants on Friday. Now you stop no, it right now, but my Steve pants, Patterson. My legs will always be svelte and desirable. Are you, are you eating right now? <laughs> are you Steve? eating right now? I While you're talking about how fat you are. Chocolate. You can't wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. Our segment's I got one so hungry. Long. Are you <laughs> getting the pregnancy weight? See, yes. Right. That's my point. Hey, I'm in a tailspin. He's tail spinning right oh, now, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let him see these cookies in here. Oh, oh I no. know. There's some snacks up in Katie Canine. Have a, we're stocked. Go out there and be yourself, right, Lex? That's right. You be you. We love you. Have a great day. Bye, friends. It's a beautiful day.